Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm John McNeil. Today, I want to talk a little bit about your environment and how changing that, or at least understanding the impact it has on your health, uh, how that's important just to bettering yourself and becoming the best version of yourself. Now, I I do want to be clear. I'm not telling you to straight up change everything about your environment if you think that's what's causing it. I'm not saying to break up with your girlfriend or divorce your wife if she requires that you have ice cream in the house. Don't get rid of your kids because they have too much candy. Like, I'm not suggesting that. What I'm trying to tell you to do is to understand that impact and to see if there are ways to improve your response to that. So we often think about health in terms of the things we can improve, but like I've kind of been talking about, we just generally forget what's causing the bad health. So the first thing I want to talk about is just Poor relationships. Uh, Poor relationships with loved ones can equate to poor relationships with food if that's what you fill the void with. I mean, it's as simple as that. If, If your relationship is causing you stress and if stress causes you to eat, then that's kind of the problem there. What What's causing that stress in the relationship? Is there something you're not telling your loved one is... You know, has there been a rough time? Whatever the case is, I'm not saying that to just give up on that, but to to look deeper and understand that, okay, there's something in my relationship causing me stress, and this abundance of stress is what's causing me to eat poorly. So that's something to realize, to understand, to work through with your loved one. I mean, I'm sure your loved one would want you to live as long as possible with them if they truly do love you. They should be willing to make changes as well, and I'm not saying to force them to do anything, but they should be understanding of you wanting to make life changes. Now, don't go forcing them to do it with you, but they should be willing to compromise with you and understand that like, hey, if I'm going out to eat, I may order a salad. If you're ordering a burger, like it's fine, do what you want, but they shouldn't be pressuring you to not do that. They shouldn't be discouraging you. If you're maybe overdoing it a little bit, then that's a different story. If you refuse to eat anything unhealthy and it's causing strain in the relationship because you don't want to get cake for your kid's birthday because you're afraid of eating the cake because you'll go over your macros, that's it's a completely different story. And, you know, we can go into all sorts of nuances here. But the point being, look at how your relationship is affecting your stress and how that may contribute to your health habits, whether that's not working out or eating poorly, whatever the case may be. Another big one is just not having support from friends or a community. I mean, it's hard to, to know that you're changing, that you're, you're seeing the impact of either good or bad health if you're not around a community of friends. I mean, your friends are going to be the first ones to call out any issues that you may have, that they may be seeing changes in you like, hey, you've been more sluggish lately or I noticed you've been down. You don't get that feedback if you're on your own. You're 
in that repetitive feedback loop of just, you know, whatever it may be. For me, it was, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm fat, so I want to eat this food and I shouldn't. But since I already started eating some food, I'm just going to go all out with it. But when I'm around friends, you know, that's not the case. I'm enjoying myself. I'm talking to them. It, it's, it really has to do with just being around other people. And, you know, while the food I'm having around them tends to be less healthy because I'm engaged in a conversation, because I'm enjoying myself, because there's something other than food, that is something that is a noteworthy improvement for me. So really what it says is part of the reason you might be eating unhealthy, part of the reason you might not have the energy, the drive to work out is because you don't have a community. What's the point? What are you doing it for? Doing so much for yourself. You can only do so much for yourself. I mean, you should want to better yourself, but why are you bettering yourself if you don't have a community that can celebrate your achievements with you? So that's one failure is just not having a community to support you and to help you get through any potential failures or roadblocks or to celebrate any of your successes. Another simple thing to, to stop with that one, th those two I'd say were more challenging. So I probably should have started with a simple one, but one of the most simple things you can do is just monitoring the kind of food you keep in your house. Like if you love eating Ben and Jerry's or eating potato chips or whatever the case is, like, I mean, I understand. I love me some Lay's or some Ben and Jerry's. I mean, too many flavors to choose from. I'm, you know, don't want to go into that, but the point is, if I had them in the house, they were going to get eaten. So the simplest thing there is to not have them in the house. It's as simple as that. Like, if you really want them, you can drive to the store and get them. But I've found more often than not, I'm not willing to do that. Now, sometimes I do, but I don't get four quarts of Ben and Jerry's. I get one, and yes, I eat all of it. But that's better than me doing that every night because I continuously want it and because I continuously have it in the fridge. For me, I don't have that level of control. And if you're in the same boat as me, then you're probably the same way. We wouldn't be having this issue if it were, if it were a matter of portion control. This is a matter of almost being addicted to the way the food is engineered. So that's neither here nor there. I'm not blaming you for what you like. Food is a very deep-rooted connection, and I can we can do a whole separate podcast on that. But the point here is if you feel like you need to have ice cream once in a while, great, have it. Just go and get it. Put that little barrier there to inhibit yourself from overdoing it regularly. That's the key thing here is we're going for a long-term change. We want to maintain regular habits, and that includes celebrating birthdays. That includes, you know, holidays, family gatherings. We don't want to be too rigid to the point where your life is miserable. So enjoy the food you like, but if it's not healthy, then don't keep it in the house. Create that barrier there. And, you know, keep in mind, like, this is all stuff that's good to have, and it's, it's all stuff that's good to improve upon. But the, the main point of this is, and again, I... I I know it's kind of vague, but it really is to just start seeing how your environment impacts you. For example, if you're stressed out, something as simple as picking up your room or picking up around you may help de-stress your mind. Part of the reason your mind feels cluttered is because your environment's cluttered. If you have 
I mean, the opposite can be true too. Like if you have some clutter, but maybe if it's like fitness tools, maybe if you have a kettlebell laying around or if some a foam roller, you'll, you'll be more likely to pick that up and do some kettlebell swings or, or, you know, stretch out on the foam roller, or do some stretching. That's like, I have a pull-up bar in my closet. That way I, you know, it doesn't look the prettiest, but when I walk through there, or after I go to the bathroom, when I take a break from work, I'll go do some pull-ups. And at the end of the day, that environment that I've created for myself creates more opportunities for physical activity. I don't keep food that I don't want to eat, uh, that I don't, sorry, I don't keep food that I don't not want to eat in one sitting uh, or that I wouldn't be ashamed of eating in one sitting in my house. Like if I eat Cheez-Its, doesn't matter how big the bag is, it will be gone. So I don't keep that in my house. Stuff like that. Learning how to separate that. If I know I'm going to go out with some friends, you know, I make sure I'm good the week before. I try to be you know, conscientious that like, Hey, I know I'm going to be hanging out with my friends this week and we're probably going to go get some food. We're probably going to overconsume some alcohol. So, you know, maybe I don't need to go out to eat on Tuesday night. Like I normally would. Maybe I can just stay in and make myself dinner, whatever the case is. The point is learning how your environment can stress you, what causes you stress, what causes you to go off those habits. That way you can realize that and start to address or start to figure out how or if that is something you want to change. So want to just leave you with the fact that if a seed can't grow, it says more about the environment than the seed. So really what that means is you don't blame a seed for not growing if you're not watering it, if you're not getting sunlight. You're not going to improve if the environment's not correct. Like if you're struggling to make, if you're struggling to make ends meet and, uh, you know, your, your significant other is physically or mentally abusing you and you don't ever eat food. It's no wonder you don't have any, or sorry, this, sorry, not eating food, you eat too much food. You know, it, 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 you got a lot of factors that are contributing to your stress and it kind of makes sense why that would happen. I don't blame you for eating in that situation, but it's on you to change that environment so you can change yourself. I have a feeling that if you're in a happy relationship and you're satisfied with the job you do and you have fulfilling friendships, you're less likely to overeat. Or if you do, once you learn that there are ways to improve your health, you have the support system already in place to get that in play and to improve yourself. So change your environment and you will improve yourself. And if you can't change your environment, learn what stresses you out so you can learn to adapt to it or learn to work through it with your significant other, friends, family, whatever the case may be. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, I'm John McNeil. Thanks again.